Good morning, rap boy. Good morning, rap boy. Good morning, rap boy. Good morning, rap boy. Oh, oh. Good morning, Boys, I, I have a lot of chizuk. Yesterday I announced that I would like to really get a bunch of people to join Baba Metziah. We had over 1,200 people join Kiddushin. We had 1,000 people join, over 1,000, Megillah, Tainas, all those, the, the smaller Mesechas. Why not Baba Metziah? During Sheer, during Sheer, an anonymous person donated $5,000 and during the day I don't know if I should say their name I don't know if it's anonymous or not we'll say it anyways Aaron Freeman $3,500 Elias Shear $5,200 and Svi Jacobs $3,500 that adds up to 480 Gemaras we're literally halfway there Baruch Hashem in one day today is the final day guys guys hold on a second yeah, so, so even though the, the maximum was 100, people still gave, two people gave over 5,000 and 5,200, so that, I guess they added a special, donor. yeah, you could, you could, you could, fit, it, was a, it was a glitch, you could only donate up to 100. But so you don't have to donate 5,000, you can donate 35,000, you can bring one person to Tyre, one person, the schism are unbelievable. Unbelievable schusim. So Yishkoyach gave me a lot of chizuk. The shear wasn't even over and somebody already donated 5,000. Wow. Rabbi Zaret, 750. I'm not good at math. How much is 750 divided by 35? Ah, that's 50 gemaras. No? No more. What? 21. Oh, that's right. 35. Yeah, I did the math wrong. 75 divided by 2, yeah. 21 people to learn Torah. Halavai. Good morning, Rabbi. It's been a long four months, but we're now coming toward yet another Siyum. A very hearty Mazel Tov to all our finishing Baba Kama shortly. The Siyum are an excellent opportunity for all of us to come together as we complete yet another and be mechazik each other. I don't know what's going on over there, but I hear somebody over my own voice. What's Pshat? Hey, sit down, sit down. Mendy, have a seat. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, you should do that beforehand. Uh, as Rabbi said, it's not about the Davis, about the Yom. We're pleased to confirm that the Manchester MDYC for Baba Kama, the Shimi Leafman is mamish on steroids here. When it comes to bringing people to Daf, he doesn't slow down. I, I think it's him. Okay, so there's another Mechazik each other for him, especially after the long Mesechta where many of have fallen off. As really says, not about the devil. We're pleased to confirm the matches that MDY 7 for Baba Kama will be on Motzi Shabbos Parshas Kisisa, the 2nd of March at 8 30. The scene will be at Stem Court, something like that. Sting Court, 30, Singleton Road. Please see attached poster for more details. As the caterer needs to know, quietly, he's pre booking essentially. I'm saying all this because he's the first one to jump in. So I'm going to say everything he wants to say. Seats are offered on a first come serve. First serve basis, so please register early. Sponsorship for the event is most welcome and appreciated. 
Please let us know you would like to sponsor anything towards the short, small, the usual small shortfall. If you'd like to buy the hadron, so you can make the necessary arrangements. Kitzer, go to jodform.com slash eight. Kitzer, you'll see it over there. The way they spell Bavokam is super interesting. Bavokama. B-O-V-O-K-A-M-A-H. Bavo. Bavo. There's still time to sign people up and get your free Gemara for Bubba Mitzia, which starts in just a few short newbies. Join dafyoimi.com. Current. Grow this year.com. What that means is if you're part of this year and you want a free Gemara, you want Z- Rabbi Zaret to pay for your Gemara. You don't want to give another person a Gemara, but you want to take one. So what you do is you bring somebody to the shear. It's okay. And you go to growthesheer.com. And the new guy goes to jointhefilming.com and both of you get a Gemara. Looking forward to seeing you at the CM Mr. Shem. Best regards. MDY Magic Seam Committee. Not just you. MDYCM.com for all the other ones. Raboisai, this is not a happy email, but sometimes we have to read these emails. This comes from the sister-in-law, sister of this person. Dear Rebelli, Archaim David is a long-standing member of Yashir. He's the son of Rabbi Bernard David and the son-in-law of Rabbi Y.Y. Katz. He's a very chosh of a younger man. He's a younger man. He's in Kailo. What's a younger man? If you check Archaim's WhatsApp status, you'll see that he posts a link and some video clips to share daily. Thinks that's the highest level of loyalty. He even put up daily, daily puts up links. He even put up posters on the, of the share when we're in a holiday in Scotland. Scotland. Arachayim has just been diagnosed with cancer and will be starting chemotherapy on Wednesday, the 14th of February. His plans for chemotherapy is just, listen to this, his plans for chemotherapy is just to watch MDY. And knowing him, he will also make some small video clips to share on a status too. I would give Aaron Chaim, his father and father and brother-in-law, a huge boost of chizrit, okay? Wish him a full shleima. If you'd like to say capital to his name is Aaron Chaim Ben Chana. So today's shir is sponsored, the Rufuas Aaron Chaim Ben Chana. As you can see, we're a big MDY family. Many thanks, Mrs. Kaufman, <laughs> Manchester. That's your sister? What? Yeah, his sister. Ah, his sister-in-law. Belly, Mazel Tov. There's a lot... Mendy was his uh, classmate in South Africa. Uh, he was his Chavrusa of how many years? Almost 10 years. Chavrusa and what? What did you guys learn together? Masechus every morning. So the Oilam knows it. Libby's brother. Big part of this year. Dear Belly, Mazda on the new Enoko. Sorry I missed you yesterday, but I was in the ear on the way to Milan. My stop over the Manchester had two hours before I could check my bag. So what better way to spend an hour in Milano? Malpensa Terminal 2. Planning to be back in April. Regards, Michael Lowe. And Raboisai, the subject is, I'm a Dafid. I like that subject. I underlined it. Yes, I watched the Super Bowl. But who cares about halftime shows? What does a Dafid do? I learned the Daf. Thank you for giving the shear. Mazel Tov, there's an empty bottle of beer over there while he's doing the shear. Give Valdi. The Mesechta is sponsored for the unity of Am Yisrael. The Paris of Chodesh, Yosef Chaya, Yosef Bas Chaya, Lilin Shvaziz Chaya. And Lili Nishmas Moshe ben Zechariah. Parnas HaChodesh, Aaron Freeman, here he is. He just donated um, a lot of Gemaras. Over a hundred or more. I don't remember how much he gave, but it was nice. Aaron Freeman, it should be a schus to rebellion. We continue to see Atish Mayim teaching Torah to Klai Yisrael. Parnas HaChodesh, Mazel Tov, Shalom Aleichem on Zoom. What, your father's on Zoom? Rabbi David, Chazak ve'Matz. It's a tough kufa, we're going to get through it together. Mazel Tov Aaron, 
Reveli, and the Daimish Bach on the birth of Sophia Rus. Paris Hayoy, may Hashem cancel Avram ben Rochel's bad decree and send him complete Yeshua's. Amen. Paris Hayoy, Lilinishmas, Fegebash Shlem Yosef, by your grandson Yudazev. Paris Hayoy, Mazatov and the Bar Mitzvah of Yisrael, Basman. He should continue to give the Yiddish and Achaz's parents, Leo and Chana Bloom of Basman, and the Stan of Basman living families. <laughs> by Zaydi and Bobby. Peretz, Chaim, and Zahava Levin. Parnas Ayoyim, Latzlocha Beruchnius, Ubegashmius, Luchol Hamishpocho, Shkoyach. In order of the month, in order of the schos, for an easy childbirth, his daughter, and healthy baby, Yashar Koyach. Rabbi Isai, today is Daf Kuv Dalet. We're starting in Daf Kuv Gimel on the base. We can back it up a little bit. Six lines from the bottom, and Loyalam Even though we did it, we can just do a, a quick Chazara. I have a Shiloh for the Oilam. Again, you get negative points if you heard this last night, then you scream out the answer. And if you learned in Koyal yesterday, the Daf, you also get negative points. How do you convey a stash of cash to your friend if that cash is in another country? Both of you are over here, and you want him to acquire that stash of cash. What kind of Kenyan could you use? Chalipin. Who's a Chalipin? Why not Chalipin? Why did you say that? Because you went to Sirius today? You get negative points, by the way. You didn't go. Wow. The, 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 really? Why didn't you say anything? Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Beautiful. Are you doing Schneidmaker? Hey, <laughs> Shimshim Feder. Mazatov, Shimshim Feder, big part of the shir every day. Atamat Chacham, he knows his stuff, and he's right. No Tachnum because. Yeah, but. You tell your son, who's a Chassan. And not to show up on a day that there's already a bris. To show up on a day. Huh? On Thursday. No, we don't want him. We want to say tachan. We like to say tachan. So, again, the question is how, if you have money somewhere else, and you want to give it to somebody. So somebody just said chalipin. So chalipin is a good answer, but it's the wrong answer. Chalipin does not work on money. It works on everything. It works. It works on on computers, bicycles, metabolism, not on cash. The way to do it is Kenyan Agav, which we're going to talk, we spoke about it, we'll talk about it again. Kenyan Agav is that you give the guy, the guy buys from you a tiny piece of property, really small, and Agav that, through that, you, you could decline any metabolism, even money. Okay, so, we had in the, in the Mishnah, a person steals something, and he wants to do tshuva, and he, he swore falsely, he didn't steal it, so first he has to return the Gneva. And he has to go all the way to Madai to return it. Madai is in Chutzlaretz, if he's in Eretz he has to go, some say that's the Chiddush, that he goes even to Chutzlaretz. And then he gives a Chaymesh, he gives a 25% more, 
to the guy that he stole from, and he brings a carbon. Just want to tell you a quick word from the Vilna Gaon. He says that the word Madai, the place Madai, why did the mission say Madai? She go all the way to Yerushalayim. I don't know. You should go all the way to New York. She says that it says in the passage, that even though in Madai, the money means nothing to them, you still have to go all the way out there to Madai. MDY. MDY, yeah. Shalim Rivavi. Huh? Depends for what. It doesn't. It doesn't. But through money, we could bring people to Tyre. So, the Gemara starts off saying that it seems like you go to Madai only if you swear. And only if you swear is a problem. If you swear, you have to go to Madai. If you don't swear, you don't make a shvu, you don't have to go to Madai. So it comes out, says the Gemara, it doesn't go not like Rebbe Kiva, not like Rebbe Tarfin. We go through the whole sugya. Why? Because Rebbe Tarfin says, even though, even if he makes a shvua, he doesn't have to go anywhere. He takes the gneva and he drops it right there in front of whoever he thinks might be the person. Even if it might be one out of five, drops and walks away. If you have to go to Madai, that wouldn't work. He could give it to the Shliach Bezdin and Shalom Yisrael. According to Rebbe Kiva, even if he doesn't make a shvua, you have to pay each and every person, you would have to go to Madai. So our mission says you have to make a shvua, you have to go to Madai, it doesn't go not according to Rebbe Kiva, not according to Rebbe Tarfin. So now we're holding six lines from the bottom, perhaps it is Rebbe Tarfin. He. That our... Our mission is talking about where he made a shvua, a shvua sheker, he lied, that he didn't steal, and that's why he has to go to Madai. But if he didn't swear, so Rabbi Kiva would hold that you have to pay each and every person, and Rabbi Tarfin says, no, you drop it there and you walk away. It's because he swore that he has to go all the way to Madai. Why? is talking about when he swore falsely, he has to give it to him. A special pasuk regarding a shvua. So our mission is talking about he made a shvua, he swore falsely, and therefore he has to go all the way. He has to go all the way to Madai to give it back to him. He argues and he says, you don't have to swear falsely, even if you don't swear falsely, you have to give. You have to go and, and make sure everybody gets it, and and that's a knastera banon. Reb Tarfin. So that's the Gemara. What happened? If a person swears falsely, look what it says in the pasuk. It says visvadu chatasam. Person does tshuva. He he regrets it. Visvadu. What's visvadu? He admits. He admits that he swore falsely. Then he gives a chaymash. So it's talking about that he admits. So it's not enough just that he made a shvua. He has to also, he wants kapara over here. So if he, made a, if he swore, that means he had to admit. But if he admitted... If a person admits that he did wrong, that he stole, so regardless if he made a shvu or not, he has to pay each and every one according to Rebbe Tarifin. So why do we have to say that he swore? Nachamal. He swore, therefore he had to admit it. If he admits, then he doesn't, then of course he has to pay each and every one. 
Lusanya, my area of Nishbas, why do you have to say that he swore? Even without swearing, since he admitted his wrongdoing that he said he stole. I stole from one of you a hundred. I don't know which one. He has to pay both of them. Why? Because he admitted. And so what if he admitted? He wants to be Yoytzi De Shemayim. This is a very important point over here. He wants to be Mikayim, the, the, the mitzvah. He, do, he, doesn't, he doesn't mind now. He doesn't care. The business is going to force him. He wants to be Yoytzi. He wants to make sure that he has, has no problems. When he gets up there, they're not going to have a tie on him. So, therefore, he has to go all the way to Madai. So it's not Negev. If he swore, he didn't swear. Since he admitted, he has to go. So as Taisvas, if that's true, that he wants to be Yoytzi De Shomayim. So let's go back to the story that we had yesterday. We had a Maise Bechosed Echad. Story Bechosed Echad. We said in the whole Shaz, when you say Maise Bechosed Echad, it means either Rebbe Dim Bava, Rebbe Dim Berloi, Shalokach Mishnei Bnei Adam. Like three lines down. It starts Maise Bechosed Echad, three lines down from where it becomes white. And he didn't know which one he stole from, and then he came to Rebbe Tarifin. We're talking about Rebbe Tarifin over here. And he came in front of Rebbe Tarifin. What did Rebbe Tarifin say? Drop and run. Oh. Says Taisvis, there's an Afkimino over there. He bought it. And to be Yaitz, it's a big Chiddush. It's a big Chiddush. You want to be Yaitz, you're Chayv. You want, you want to be Yaitz, Yidei Shamayim. If you stole, you have to give to every single person. If you took an Esrig from the Esrig market and you don't know which table you took it from, says Taisvis, tremendous Chiddush. To be Yaitz, even Yidei Shamayim, you don't have to give each and, each and every table back. You put it back in between on the sidewalk. And you tell everybody, hey, by the way, I don't know where I took the desk from. It's over here, go fight it. Mm-hmm. Or according to Rashi, give it to the Bezdin. Okay. Says the Gemara, Elo Marava. So finally, and this is it, we have six more lines of the Sugya. Who's our Mishnah going according to? Our Mishnah says that if, if you stole, you have to go all, all the way to Madai. It seems like you have to swear. Does it go like Rebbe Tarifin? No. Does it go like Rebbe Kiva? No. So who does it go like? Elo Marava goes like both of them. Shani Masnis in the Kiva, the other Laman Gazli. Our mission is different because it's talking about he knows exactly who you stole from. It's not the case where it's five people and I don't know who. He knows exactly who you stole from. Void delay. And he admitted to it. Since he could give it back. Since he knows who it is. The guy went away to Modak. So now he's telling him, listen, I'll hold on to the, to the money until you get back. So, Hilka, Nishba, if he swore falsely, so now he wants to be a nice guy. He wants to hold on to the money and make sure the guy gets it one day. Then keeping the boy kapara lisaged the matliyade. Over here, there's no machlokes between Rebbe Kiva and Rebbe Tarfon. Then what? Since he swore falsely, he cannot hold on to the money. He has to go all the way and give it back to the guy. If you want to be yaitza, they shemayim. You have to go back all the way. You have to go to the end of the world, go to to mother and find him. But if he didn't swear falsely, again, a guy stole something. He's a bad guy. He stole. Now he wants to do tshuva. He's a good guy. He never swore falsely. He didn't go to bed and say, oh, I swear I didn't steal. So now the chid- it's different. I can hold on to the gneva. I don't have to go to the end of the world. I'll wait. I'm, it's like a deposit. It's a pikadin in my hand. I'm holding on to the gneva until you decide to come back from all that. Okay, so Bottom line is, this is what we have here. Let me just throw it all together. So, uh, a sikum, the whole sugya. 
We have Machlegis, Rebbe Kiva, and Rebbe Tarifin, if he doesn't know who he stole from. You have five people. So Rebbe Tarifin says, you put it in the middle, you give it to the Shlich Bezin, and you walk away. Rebbe Kiva says, no, you have to pay each and every one. Now, if he swore falsely, Bezin are not Machai of you to pay back. They can't be Machai of you. But if you swore falsely, you want to be Yaiti Dei Shemayim, now you have to give, you have to go all the way to the end of the world, Ad Modai. If you didn't swear falsely, then you could hold on to the, to the Xayla. You just hold on until the guy decides to make his way back from Modai to where you are, and then you give it back to him. Brand new Sogyo. Huh? It's a Pekadim. Comes like a Pekadim. I'm holding, yeah, it's an escrow. I'm holding on to it for you. I want to give it back. I have all the ruts, and it's not my, it's not my problem that you decide to go to the end of the world. When you come back from vacation, you get it back. You're on a safari. I have to run all the way to South Africa now to, to find you. Yeah. But when you swore falsely, we don't have it. Says, we learned. Right. And four people are like stealing. Yeah. So one person gets off his punishment, and he, because of him, another person. Don't steal it. Not like the, exactly. <laughs> okay. Four people are lying, but it's not. If you we're talking about the guy that wants to be yoytza his chayv, he has to somehow make it right. He doesn't know how to do it, so he has to. There's four bad people. So that's the. Now, I want to give back to Gneva. I cannot give it to the guy's son. I cannot give it to Shaliyah. <coughs> in England now, the principal of a school calls up this uh, wealthy dude. He says, uh, you didn't pay tuition for a bunch of bucks. So he says, Oi, taka, okay, how much? Okay, it's a nice amount, 2,000 pounds. I'll bring it over. A month goes by, the guy doesn't bring it over, so he calls him up. What happened? He says, what do you mean? I, I brought it over. I gave it to your kid. And uh, so you gave it to my kid. Why are you giving 2,000 pounds to my kid? Uh, so he asked, the principal asked the kid, do you remember the guy come by with a car and gave you a, yeah? Do what happened? I don't know. I was playing this, that. I don't know what happened. So the principal goes, knocks on the door, the next door neighbor's door. Did anybody see an envelope? So he finds the guy, he says, yeah. Maybe he says, yeah, I found an envelope. I thought it's Mamish Matarim and Hashemayim. I needed money for Pesach. The Mamish, straight from Hashem, no name on the envelope, 2,000 pounds. I bought matzah, more. I made Pesach. It was unbelievable. So the guy called up the Gevir and said, that's what happened. So the Gevir said, okay, if he, if he found it and that's what happened, let him have it. I'll give you another 2,000 and tell me Yisrael. But here's the story. You can't give it to the kid. You give it to the kid. It's not, you're not Yaitzi, you're Chiyov of giving to the kid. This is a tough one. What does it mean? A messenger? What's wrong with a messenger? So that's what we're going to be discussing now. At the end of the day, it's not a real messenger. It's a real messenger. It's great. It's a little tough to understand. We know the concept of shlichos. We know that a woman could send a shliach to receive a get. As soon as he, you put it in the shliach's hand, she's divorced. What about... In general, person says in front of Adam, I'm making you uh, an agent to go, to go get money. Does it work or not? If the person doesn't say, this is what the tricky thing, we're going to say, of course, what, no, but 
let's just take this case right over here. You know, simple case, you have a, a malva, he lent money to the loiva. I have this right now. Every, I gave money to a gemach in, in uh, Ramah Bet. I didn't realize it's such a, he says, no, you can't. I, I want my money back. He says, no, I don't have that much. He gives out millions of shekel. A very, very honest, uh, big Talmud Chacham. So I said, okay, I'll put my, uh, give him some money. So now, every Rish Chodesh, I go there and he gives me a small amount. You know, like 10% of what I gave him. He says, I don't have that kind of money. And only on Rish Chodesh. So I'm not going to go all the way there. So I have the guy working here. There's a guy, a Kabbalah, a firm guy. I said, you want money here? Go, go to him. He said, go. I send him. This is exactly it. I'm the Malva. I lent money to the Gemach. He goes every month. But the guy says, I'm not going to give you a dime unless you have a, a letter, signed, piece of paper, nothing, just a scribble. Ellie said, take that amount of money. Okay, every month the same thing. Huh? And I was this month I was in America, so I forgot I lost my money. I have to wait until next month. What? He's, so he's not a real, he's, a, he's picking up. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I sent him, correct. And I told him, over here, I told Shimon, I tell the, it's different, I'll explain why. I tell the Gemach, I said, give him the money. If you give, as soon as the money goes to him, you're, you're finished. But you over here, it. it's as if you got it. Yes, it's as if I got it, but over here it's different. I didn't call up Shimon, I didn't say, over here, I didn't, Reuben didn't call up the, the Gemach, he didn't call up Shimon and say, hey, give it to my guy. <laughs> what is it? It's a quasi kind of shliach. It's like, it's a, it's a recommendation kind of thing. It's a, He's a good guy. That's what Mar is going to explain. You know what? He's a he's a, he's a, he's a very he's a Heimish driver. Very good. He's a Heimish driver. He, you could trust him. You could trust him. I don't. You could. If you if there's a problem, he gets into an accident, somebody robs it from him. You owe me the money. So let's see it inside. There's a little a little different. Itmar. Shaliach shasov be'idim. Rav Chizda Amar havish shaliach. Rav Amar lehavish shaliach. Rav Chizda says he's a real shliach. Rabbi says it's not a shliach. What's going on here? Rav Chizda Amar Rabbi Shliach Lochi Tarche or Tarav Vaykme Beidim. He went. He he he. Um, what's the word? He he uh, made him a shliach. I forgot the word. He made him a shliach in front of Beidim. The Leku Bershusay. He appointed exact word I was looking for. He appointed him a shliach in front of Beidim. The Leku Bershusay. You give it to him. It's as if he gave it to me. He's a very trustworthy person. If you want to take the risk, great. If you want to send it to me, that's your thing. I don't, I'm not, he's not my shliach. He's your shliach. So now we have to understand how does, fit, how does this fit in to other sugyas. It's not. famous Somebody wants to borrow a cow. Yeah? In those days, cow, like a, like a car, like a tractor, so the guy lending the cow sent the cow with his own son to give it, to bring it down the block. Now, the question is, when does, the, when does, he, when does it begin? When, did he, when is it considered that he borrowed the cow? From the time that he gave it to his son to walk it down the block or when it gets to the borrower? With a slave. Oh, so here we have a shliach. No. So once I give it to the shliach, shouldn't it be as if the, the person received it, the borrower received it? No. Or the agent of the borrower. And the cow died. Potter. He's Potter. Why? Because he didn't say, 
Specifically, that I'm giving you the cow to be, and you're the shliach. You, I'm appointing you to be instead of the, the borrower. You didn't say that. You just said, hey, take it over there. There was a, a woman who was bringing her dog from America to on a plane. And not like today, this giant German shepherd coming on the plane. It's a service dog. Yeah, you, go to, you go to every doctor and they, they say, yeah, you have a mental problem. You need a dog with you. You could get any dog untrained, this big. Doesn't matter. Service dog sits it barks, the whole flight, it runs up and down the aisle. It doesn't matter. It's a service dog. You're not allowed to say a word. If you do, they put you in jail. So this lady, she takes her dog, she puts it in a, in a, a cage, and she puts it underneath with the luggage. They land here in her stroll. The guy, he opens up the, the luggage, and unfortunately, he sees the dog's dead. There's a big chacham. Makes some phone calls. Says, listen, we got to do something quickly. What kind of dog is it? It's a Shih Tzu. Okay, let's go real quick. They go to the store. They buy a new one. Take the thing, they put a new one in there, and they close the cage. So the lady comes and she, she picks up a dog. She starts screaming, it's not my dog, it's not my dog. So the guy says, how do you know it's not your dog? He says, I brought a dead dog. I was supposed to bury the dog in her stroll. What are you putting in the dog? <laughs> <laughs> says the Gemara, hai shluchei echidami. So the guy, the lender gives, a, gives it to Shliach, the borrower sends the Shliach. What kind of Shliach are we talking about? If there's no Edom in Yadina, how do we even know these are Shliach? Who said he's a Shliach? El We have witnesses that he appointed him Shliach. And it says that the Shliach is not considered a real Shliach. Kashyar of Chizr of Chizr says that if you appoint the Shliach, he's a real Shliach. Over here you see he's not a real Shliach. We're talking about There's a concept we're going to see in a few lines. He answers that's talking about a Yeah? Some, sometimes you have a person that does things for you. He works for you. He's your, he's your guy. Everybody in the neighborhood knows. When this guy shows up, oh, he works for so-and-so. He's your socher. It's your man. Or, Rashi says, very interesting, he's your housemate. I wouldn't have said the story if, if it didn't happen literally. The guy told it to me two days ago when I was in Miami. I, when I went for that plunge, I don't know how many days ago, three, four days, whatever it was. No, no, no. Everybody knows that it's a schiro. Everybody knows that the guy lives here. here. This guy, so my, my son made me sugar if you didn't hear because I wasn't here. The, there's, a, there's a thing in America called a cold plunge. It's, you cool up the water to 38 degrees or whatever. And you see if you have mental, mental uh, strength, if you're able to go into the water and not jump out, yeah, flee. Do you have it in people's houses that those who, I know somebody doesn't uh, turn on the hot water, it's too expensive, whatever. There, there are things like that. Okay, fine. Kids, sir, my son said you have to do it. It gives you this clarity and it, 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 gives you, it, it releases this and does that. It's scientifically proven it's very, very good to do 11 minutes a week. Let's see if you can do it. So uh, let's see if you can do it. I dare him all the time. Let's jump out of a plane. Let's do this. Let's do that. He's daring me now. So he comes and he picks me up. He says, we got to go right now. Okay, go to the guy's backyard. The guy's mamish into it. He has this thing and he has a, like a, a cooling machine and it tells you exactly the temperature. 24-7, it's running and you climb up these steps. It gives me a whole thing how you do it. You breathe it. Kids, I jump in there. Fine. 
While I'm in there, he tells me this Maisa. I figured if he told me the Maisa, then I have to tell the other Maisa, even though it's not so to get to the Sugya. So <laughs> he said that his next door, he says, see that house right over there? Really next door. He says, there's two 95-year-olds living in there for years. They, they share the house. They keep each other company. He says, he gets a message. The guy is on his last day. A Jewish guy. He says, oh, Jewish guy. I have to go there. But the problem is they want to cremate him. And he's, he's Lubavitch. No way, I'm not going to let this happen the last day. He starts schmoozing with him on his last day. Mamish, a few hours before the guy dies, he says, listen, Jewish, you can't be cremated, and you got to be Yisrael. He says, no, cremated. He says, okay, at least say Shema Yisrael and Vidui. They say Shema and Vidui and the whole thing. And then the guy dies, and they, didn't, they cremated him. Then he tells me, like a few hours later, the guy calls him and says, don't feel bad. The guy, he was adopted. He never had a gerus. He's a guy. So he goes, Oi, I said, Shman, video with this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, I just thought about Likito. Rashi says, You take a guy to keep you company in your house. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that if you see the 95 year old guy, you, you know that he's going to bring the money to the other 95. They, they've been there for, for, for 95 years in the same house. So that's not a shliach. That's not a good shliach. Schiroi also. Yeah, I had this guy. The guy, he's now, I haven't seen him. He's been in Jenin for the last, literally, three and a half months. Eli Rosen. He worked for me every day. So if somebody, he went to the cleaner with this car, the, people knew. If, if he comes, it's okay. You could be sorry, but he give, he'll bring it to Eli. But it's not a shliach. I didn't say, hey, if you give it to him, you're not chayiv, you are chayiv. I didn't say that. That's, he's a, he's a sachir. He's a locket. It's not. It says in our Mishnah. Now we have to understand our Mishnah. If you want to be to your mitzvah of By the way, the Vilna Gaon told a uh, uh, Russia. He said, "I'm very jealous of you for one thing. There's one mitzvah that you could keep and I can't keep." Okay. I allow you guys to steal from me and be mekayim the mitzvah. It's okay. Yeah, you want to be mekayim? It's not. So what's going on here? It says, before you shouldn't give to the kid, you shouldn't give to the shliach. What kind of shliach are we talking about? If there's no edim, how do I know that? Same question as before. We know that he's a shliach. So go over here. This is not a real shliach. This is somebody that everybody knows that he works for him. He's close to him and therefore he could rely on him, but he's not a real shliach. And that's why you do not you're not Yoytzi, they chayv, if you give the Gneva to that kind of person. He's not a real Shliach. Avo Shliach but a real Shliach, my, seems like, then it's a real Shliach. So, if so, the classic question, why does the Mishnah go on to say a special case? There's a special agent that is appointed by the Bezdin, and to him you could give it. That's already a hard Shliach to fight. Just say, this case that we're talking about, shliach a real shliach that you appointed, not bezdin. Hachenami da'av shliach. Amri. No, loipsikulei. You're right. A shliach that you made and you appointed would be good, and the Mishnah could say it. The reason why the Mishnah didn't say it because it's not a universal law. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Whereas the shliach of the bezdin is universal. There's no questions asked. That what? Shliach bezin leishna so nigzav leishna so gazlan. I don't care who made, who appointed him the shliach the bezin, whether the guy that was robbed or the robber, he's have a shliach. Psikolei. So that's why it says in the Mishnah, shliach shasol beidim. But the shliach that you yourself make, 
But it only works one way. Only the person that was robbed, he can make him a shliach bezin to receive it. But if the robber appointed a shliach bezin, it's not a good shliach. That's why it's not in the Mishnah. But you see, what? What does it mean it's not shliach? It doesn't mean If I'm a ganav and I make you my shliach to bring it to Ruvain, and I get, and no, you didn't give it. And then it got lost from you. I'm still chayiv. That's a takana That's a takana, special takana. <laughs> Says <laughs> the Gemara. La mahaitano. But this tana argues, the Lushan is a little interesting to, to see it. The sign of Shimon and Lazar Oimer, Shleach Bezin Shasso, Nigzal, Bileso Gazlan. If the, the, the one that was robbed made a shlich bezin, great. Oh, yeah, so gazlon. Listen to this. But if the robber, so over here, it has to be, the, the, if the gazlon did it, he has to take it from him, then he's potter. This is like what Rav Chizna said, that it does work. If I make a shliach, it's good shliach. But what about our mission says, don't give it to, to a shliach. Seems like a shliach is no good. Very interesting. He, he refers him to a shliach. Hey, by the way, that guy seems like a good shliach for you. He didn't make him a shliach. I have a problem. I'm trying to get money from so-and-so. He lives in another place. He has excuses. He keeps on saying that uh, he, he doesn't come around. He, doesn't, he wants to give it to me, but he just, you know... He's far away. It's Chazile. Go to him. See, see if he could show up over there. Maybe he can't find anybody to send it. And you'll be the right person to bring it. But I'm not making you a shliach. I'm recommending you. I still want that guy to take full responsibility. You'd say that, that we're not talking about a real shliach. We're talking about somebody that he's familiar with. And he's confused with the shliach, but it's not a real shliach. Omer Rabbi Yudam Shmuel, Daf Kufdal Rami Beis, a mishalchem oiz b'diyokni v'afilu edim chasum aleho. So let's say here, this is Mamish share my story. This is more my story that I have a gemach, I have money by the gemach. I send Elia. I said Elia, go go there on Rishchaydish, pick up my money. It says over here, don't give him the money. Even if he comes with a signed document. Doesn't work. Even if there's Aidim on the document. No. The guy from the Gemach knows that I sent him. Don't, don't fall for it, says the Gemara. If you send the money with that, this guy, it's your problem. If something happens to the money, you're going to have to pay him again. You could send it with, with that. I was always wondering, like I, I told my chavrusa a number of times to give this guy money. No, no, only if there's a side paper makes the guy sugar. He's from guy. No, no, let's do it the real way, the right way. Sign, yeah. Amri. But Rabbi Yechon says signing is good. Sign with with Adim, it's, it's okay. Amri the Shmuel Maitakanta. We're gonna go crazy. We gotta get the money somehow back forth. But it's key, like okay, we're we're taking a chrais. Yeah, you're right. If something happens, I'll take responsibility. But Let's get it going. Kihodi Rabbi Abba have a massive zudi with Rabbi Yosef Rechamo. Rabbi Abba was owed money 
from Rav Yosef Barcham. We had in this Masech already. Rav Yosef Barcham is who? Rava's father. Omelie Rav Safra. So Rav Abba tells Rav Safra, I heard that you're traveling. If you go into that city, do me a favor. Knock on the door over there. Get my money from Rav's father. So Rav Safra goes to that city. He knocks on the door. Who opens the door? Rava. Do you have a release? Could you show me you have a release from Rebaba? I'm going to give you money. And then Rebaba is going to come to me again and say, you owe me money. I need, a, I need a, some document, a receipt. I don't have a receipt. I don't have a release. Go take your trip back the month, back forth. Come back with a the receipt, then we'll talk. But there's still Shmuzin who has it going. All of a sudden he says, you know what? Come to think of it, even if you give me a receipt, I, I can't do it. I can't give you the money. Why? It's nothing. Until you get here, I guess it was a pretty de- decent trip. Maybe Rebab will be nifter. Now why would I think that a nice and healthy guy will die? Says Rashi, he wasn't healthy. He was an old man. Rebabah was an old man at the time. He was a zakin. So may have to be choshish that he, he's not going to make it. And so let's think about this. Let's say Rebabah dies. Rebabah gives a receipt, a release. If Rava or Rava's father pays me back in a month, then here's the receipt. You don't have to pay me back the money. Now Rebabah's nifter. And now the Yarshim get the money. The Yarshim never wrote a receipt. The father wrote a receipt and he never got the money when he was alive. So the receipt is nothing. The receipt is zero. Yarshim are going to come pick up the money, then they're going to come again and pick up the money. Receive from somebody that never got the money. Who cares? You ever receive from somebody that's not in existence? You didn't get the money when he was alive. You got the money when he was dead. You can write, write a receipt before... No. You have to get the money. By the wrong person. From the caver, a guy in a caver wrote it. Hmm? Yeah, but but in this case, that's what I'm saying. In this case, Rebabah was an old man. Yeah. Okay, this is great. We have a problem here. How do I get the money though? I'm here. I'm at the door. You owe them, you agree that you owe Rebabah money, so pay. What do you want me to do? Zil agavaro. The only way is with a Kenyan Agav. Kenyan Agav, let's say this guy buys a property. So together with the property, you could buy a cat, an oven, or here's another one. You buy a piece of property, give me the size of a needle, a tiny piece of property. You give him like a piece of your roof on the top that you don't need. And then because he bought a piece of property, you can buy other things as well. This was the sugya when he gave a hundred sheep and hundred. Okay. Aga. So now get a piece of property from him. Listen what's happening here. This is a lot of trust. Rav Safra is going to buy a piece of property from Rebaba, and Rav Safra is going to own all the money owed to Rebaba. Then he's going to go and collect it. He's going to come knock on the door. Rav is going to give him the money that's owed now to who? To Rav Safra. 
the Rav Safra is going to give that money to Rebaba. Rebaba is going to have to trust him that he's not going to steal him. He's not going to steal on the way. There's a lot of trust between Rebaba and Rav Safra, not so much with uh, Rebaba and Rava. Okay? Huh? Who's stealing? Why? No, you have to be legit. I'm giving you all the money that Rava owes me. Rava's father owes me. It's yours. For himself. Otherwise, he can't pick it up. If it's not Rav Safra's, how can he pick it up? He has to come to Rava's house, to Rava's father's house. Knock on the door says, you owe me $1,000, pay me. Why do you owe me $1,000? Because Rav Abba gave me the money. How? With the Kenyan Agav. Now, what they asked, the Rishonim talk about is, where's that money? It was, it's a loan. You can't give a loan. You can give a pile of cash. But this is a loan. Okay, they talk about it. And to, to do a Kenyan Khalip in a money doesn't work. So this is the only way to do it. Kihad Rapapa. The story, same story happened with Rapapa. Have a massive trace of Somebody in Bay Khiza owed him 2,000 Zuz, uh, 12,000 Zuz. Akninu Nali Rev Shmuel Baraba. Agav Asifa de Beisei. So he did something like this, Rabbi Isai. Here's his Rapapa's house. It even says in the door, Moran Hagoin Rav Papa. Asifa the base is like this area right over there in red, somewhere like that, like the threshold. And he basically gave, he sold the threshold to Rav Shmuel Baraba. Now Rav Shmuel Baraba became the owner of the 12,000 Zuz. And he says, You go over there and you collect your 12,000 Zuz. We're good friends. You'll give it back to me one day. It worked. He got the 12,000 Zuz. Rapapa was so excited, says Rashi, because he got his money back. He went all the way to Tavach to, to, to greet him. The question that I had is, and Baruch Hashem, I saw that the Yav Shashloim asked the question, why in the world would Rapapa be excited about some money? First of all, he was very wealthy. He used to sell beer. He's known to be a wealthy Amoira. So, so happy. And Amoira, imagine, the Chavetz Chaim. So excited, he got a thousand dollars. He went all the way from Radin to to, to Varsha. It doesn't make any sense. Why Chavetz Chaim cares about a, a few uh, Grushim? So the Yamshu Shlomo says, "So uh, you say Chaviv on this, and they worked hard on their money." So he says he was excited that there's a way to to be makna somebody Kenyan Agav, and that it works, and that for generations you see that the Gemara says, "Look, Rav Papa also did it. Let's do it like that as well." And for that he was happy. And then he writes the Yamsha Shloima. He goes, Kishem that I was Dan Rav Papa Lekav Schus. Kishboruch should be Dan Mi Lekav Schus. Says the Yamsha Shloima. Okay. Says the Gemara. Nasan Leisa Karen. If the purse, the Ganav paid the principal, but he didn't pay the Chaymesh, you don't have to go all the way to Madai for a Chaymesh. Says the Gemara, Amo Chaymesh Mamaynu. Let's just see for a second a Chaymesh, right? You have a dollar, you stole a dollar, you stole a hundred dollars, you have to pay $125. Why is it a chaymish? Because once you pay $125, then it becomes a fifth. You, you view it as a fifth. Fine. But you see that this fifth is moment. What does that mean, moment? I could sue somebody in court. If somebody stole from me and he owes me the fifth and he doesn't pay me, I could sue him for it. It's not like, oh, he's doing me a favor, he's trying, he's doing a mitzvah. It's the No, it's real money he owes me. Just, he doesn't have to go all the way to mud, I have to pay it. How do I see it? From the fact that the Mishnah says, 
that you don't have to go to Madai, seems like, okay, you don't have to go to Madai, but you still have to pay it. Mm-hmm. To the point that if the guy, the Ganev dies, he still has to pay it to the inheritors. Usnan. I'll prove it. It says in our Mishnah, if he swore falsely that he doesn't owe the 25%, he has to pay uh, another six point, what do we say, two five for the Chaymish and the Chaymish. You see, how do you see? Because there's no swearing falsely if it's not money. If it's uh, loan or whatever it is, you don't have to, you don't, you don't, there's no swearing falsely. You don't, you don't pay Chaymish on it. You pay Chaymish and you bring a carbon on real money that you really owe. 100% that you owe. So you see, the fact that you have to pay another Chaymish on it, it means that it's real money that can be sued in Bezin. Yeah, there's some cases in Chas where it's, you don't really owe the guy. It's a kind of thing. And you swear false in that, you wouldn't pay a Chaymish. A person stole and he swore to him, Umeis, and he died. So this is, we have to remember this. The Yerush pays the principal that I get. But he even pays the Chaymish. And we're going to see a stira. It says in the Brazi, you don't pay the Chaymish. just want to bring up a quick story that they say that Reb Chaim had a Talmud that was coming to Yeshiva, going from Yeshiva, and he died. And his Talmud came to him in a dream and said, listen, I owe one of the hotels. I promised her I'll come back and give her, on the way back, I'll pay the rest that I owed her. And I, 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 I'm dead. What are we, so could you please take care of it? So Chaim said, what a, Bachar was so chashev that he was able to take care of these things. You see that, you're supposed to take care of these things. And we see later also, I might forget, but Rashi says that it's for the Kavad HaMais, at the end of the Sugya, Kavad Avim, the last, last words in Rashi on this Ahmed. Or Kavad Avim, Rashi right before that, I don't know if we'll get there, but Akopanim. Take care of business now. If you owe people money, you pay now. Because in that world, it's a big problem. Some people come back and, uh, you know, you have to come back to pay. Uh, Yasem doesn't bring a carbon for a father. Why? Asham uh, is a kapara. It's for tshuva. There is no tshuva after death. Even if the father set aside, Rashi says, the asham, you don't bring it. You don't bring a carbon for a dead person. It's too late. So pay attention to these words because we have very similar words later on the carrot. Over here it says, when don't you pay the chaymish? For the fathers. So it says before, you don't pay the chaymish. You don't pay the 25% for the father. A second ago we said you do pay the 25%. So I just want to show you real quickly. These are the four options. Very, very simple. If the son and the father swore falsely that the father didn't steal, or the son and the father didn't swear falsely, or the son swore falsely the father didn't, or the father swore falsely and the son didn't. Okay? Simple, four simple things. Just not to get confused. Just a lot of words, but very simple. So the son doesn't have to pay the fifth in all four cases. Obviously. If both the father and him, nobody swore, so there's no chaymish, there's no swearing. But in a case, well, let's say he swore, not his father. Both swore. How do you know that the son doesn't pay? Take a look at this pasuk. Look at this. Four words. Those are these four things right here. 
We have four words in the Pasuk that are extra. Tell us these four cases. So it says Mefurish, you don't pay a Chaymish. On the one hand it says, the son does pay for the father a Chaymish. Which one is it? We already went for all four. Swearing, not swearing, both of them swear. You don't pay a Chaymish. When the father admitted when he was alive that he owes the money, that he owes the Chaymish, then the son has to take care of business. Karen says, The son, the father didn't admit. So he doesn't have to pay. If, if the father never admitted, so the son doesn't even have to pay a principal. So, okay, you're right. He doesn't have to pay the principal. If the Gemara is talking about whether he has to pay the fifth or not, remember the Karen Mishal. Obviously, he does have to pay the principal. So this is similar logic, but very different. It says, when do you have to pay the Karen? Before we said, when don't you have to pay the Chaymesh? When don't you have to pay the 25%? Over here we say, when do you have to pay the Karen? When the father stole something and he died. So look at the, look at the chart. Same exact four options. When they both swore falsely, they both didn't swear falsely. One of them swore falsely. Either the father or the son. Four options. How do you know that the son has to pay the principal? Here's the passage, beautiful. All four things. So the Gemara says a very interesting lotion. Yesh Talmud. Yesh Talmud means, do we have a passage for it? The other of Ravuna was saying this over. So Rabbi told his father, Ravuna, Yesh Talmud Komar Mar. So someone want to prove for me when you speak to your father, you speak with such dark hairs, you say, my master. Think about it. They sound almost the same. If you drop the Dalit at the end, it sounds like Yishtalmud. Yishtalmud. Yishtalmud means, is it going to be paid? Somebody told me that there's a, a gears in the Gemara that there was a certain kuf in Klai Yisrael where the guy said that you can't put the word Talmud in the Talmud. It has to say Shas. So it said Yishtalmu or Yishas. <laughs> anyway, so it says like this. Sorry. Says Gemara. Here's the Pasuk. You see the Pasuk? I, I, I learned from a Pasuk. So how can the Brisa says that you don't have to pay the Chaymesh? If the father never admitted to it, but the son says, listen, my father's a Ghana, he stole. So then he doesn't have to pay the Chaymesh. Let's stop over here. Aboisai, have a wonderful day. Shir Hamalois, mi mama kim kursi